This Wilder's Catch podcast is proudly brought to you by Audible. Do you find that you just don't have time to read all of the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the Wilder's Couch? Well, Audible might just have the answer. Audible is offering the Wilder's Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torbs, The Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the man who's made a century and a half, 150 <laughs> episodes, Dr. Damien Christoph. Welcome oh, to the program. Marcus Pierce, is this amazing or what? 150 now on television. YouTube. Amazing. Congratulations. Quick photo. Oh, Quick photo. photo. Oh, Thanks, guys. Oh, Woo! Awesome. Mate, give yourself a little pop. Right. Here, yeah, here we go. 150 episodes. Oh, oh my yeah, God. Here we go. One more. One more. Whoa. Yeah. Woohoo. Oh, I missed it. Just got a bit of fun. Fire, <laughs> go, <laughs> There we go. Wow. Holy moly. Hopefully, hopefully that didn't deafen anybody, but uh, we've done it. We made it. 150. That's just an incredible feat. A century and a half. Yeah, I almost feel like saying happy birthday, but it was not <laughs> birthday yet. It's 150. It is amazing. I don't know. We haven't interviewed anybody who's 150 yet. We definitely can't call this 150 not out, but it's uh, it's uh, such an amazing feat. And thank you so much, Marcus Pierce, for being the most incredible host, the host oh. with the most. It's uh, It really is great to be with you, you know, every single week just doing this and sharing wisdom of all of the people that we've been interviewing over the last nearly three years oh it's been i can't believe it's been almost three years we're about to celebrate our third birthday which uh just just wait for that one but uh (laughs) so i think that we've done 150 episodes and and this is our very first one uh live on youtube or live in the flesh like this is the very first time in our lives that we have done an episode of 100 on out together we've had a real digital experience doing 149 just on skype but to be here at the Christoph Residence, 100 Not Out HQ today. And to do this, it's, it's, the humanity of it is exciting. It's, but it's very metaphorical because this is... The humanity. This is, this, oh, is our, this is the message. Yeah. The being around people. Message. Being around people. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. we thought on the 150th edition, we just reflect on some of the lessons that humanity has taught us um, and our listeners and now our viewers mm, over mm. the course of the previous 149 episodes because it's easy to go from week to week to week and particularly our listeners that, that possibly have listened to every single episode yeah. to, to go back and as I've been writing a few down, like I've forgotten. Yeah. You know, that, that, oh my gosh, do you remember what we learned from that person? I know. Um, it's, it's, it's incredible because you put it in there and what you learn you can't unlearn but you may forget it. It's just yeah. you haven't recalled it. And yeah. so, but just to look at some of the names, it's, it's really great to recall them. So, can I throw a few names at yeah, you? Yeah, go on. All right. So, in no particular order. Yes. Um, I want to start off with Sister Madonna Buddha. Oh, how good was that one? The that Iron was Nun. So good. The Iron Nun. Just to think that, you know, she was attempting to run and running Ironman events at, at, at her age. Uh, just whip the, out 42Ks, you know, in yeah, your 80s. Yeah, 3.8 kilometer swim. Yeah, 180Ks on the bike. On the bike. 
you know, it's hard enough to sit on a bike for 30 minutes. <laughs> you know, I find that challenging. We went for a kick of the footy for 20 minutes yesterday. How good was that? Yeah, we were pretty much done, though. Absolutely. <laughs> speak for yourself, mate. I could, I could have got another three quarters. It was, <laughs> no, it was uh, hard work, but, you know, kudos to Sister Madonna for being able to do that. You know, it's Holy actually moly, on the incredible. 150th episode, the phones just decided to... Surely there's got to be a punishment for that. There does. What, what, what we have to set up a what, fine? What would that be? Uh, it's actually a reminder to take the microphone back, which the incredible Kaz Jaff, yes. um, when Mums I was the having word. technical meltdown setting this, this up. But uh, host of Mum's the Word on the Wellness Couch, Kaz mm. Jaff came to the rescue and supplied us with an identical microphone. <laughs> um, right. So Kaz Jaff gets mentioned on yep, the 150th, and, uh, and we will have to thank a number of our listeners mm. uh, before this episode is over. Yeah, but absolutely. Sister Madonna Buddha... Um, and most of the most of the real role models on 100 Not Out, for me personally, and I'm sure you'd agree, they've taught me that age is no barrier whatsoever. Because when anyone ever you know talks to me in the street, even in family conversations, that they can't do this because of their age, I'm like, well, just go and listen to Sister Madonna Buddha. Yeah. Go and listen to Jan Smith. Yeah, absolutely right. Who will be coming up on an upcoming episode? Yeah, again. Again, yep, because uh, Jan continues to summit, which is uh, unbelievable. She's an incredible woman. But, you know, I've also enjoyed uh, listening to people's wisdom through their observation. So one of the people that stands out for me, who's, again, who's a great friend of ours, and particularly you're going to be working closely with him, hopefully, um, Dr. John Martini, uh, he spoke about the least amount of variance possible. You know, mm. And I remember that. I recall that so vividly, that the least amount of variance possible is, was important for longevity. It's like going on the golf course. You know, you can walk 5.3 kilometers around the golf course if you hit the ball straight, but you could do six or seven kilometers if you're zigzagging all over the place. And, you know, not that it's a journey to a destination. It's actually just a journey. And his thing was about just making sure that you created, I suppose, less anxiety and less stress uh, with the movements that you make throughout your life. And that's that. Uh, when you say variance, mm. I think volatility. You think the same thing, like that. The, Absolutely. The bell curve isn't like this. A lot of people are like super happy, and then they're so down and out when something yeah. happens. Yeah. So it's all between the between the years. Yeah. yeah. Between the years, where yeah. when when challenge happens, where do you go? Do you go to this super anxious uh, place, mm-hmm. or can you actually just have a a more balanced approach, a more balanced view on the um, events going on in our life? Mm. We, we think of some of the people that are living incredibly long lives and mm. they are almost laissez-faire mm. around just their life. Mm. They're not... They don't carry these um, resentments. Do you remember Eddie Jaku? Oh, how good was Eddie? Right? So, yes. And you, you put us in touch with Eddie because wasn't he speaking at Jackson's school? Yeah, he did. He came and spoke at Melbourne Grammar and uh, and was great. You yeah. know, I missed it. In fact, it sold out. It was one of the, the sell-out speaking events of 2015. And, wow. um, and not all of them sell out. But there wasn't wasn't a seat left in the house, and Eddie Jaku came and spoke, and what an amazing message! So he is so happy, like he's happier than he's survived the Holocaust in the most um, incredible circumstances, horrendous circumstances, and is so happy, so much happier than people that have had the most cushy life, earn big bucks, have got healthy kids. As my mum would say, they really need a tragedy in their life just to wake themselves up. Yeah, or a check-up from the neck up. A check-up from the neck up. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you but like that one? Eddie. I think I got that from John. Mm. Eddie has gone through so much mm. turmoil, but mm. between the ears mm. has a lowered volatility or totally. lowered variance, as you say, yeah. around the circumstances of his life. Yeah. So... What do you think when people listen to that? Because a number of those messages have come over over and over again in the podcast. What do you think 
um, creates that shift in people to go, you know what? I've been worrying too much about unimportant stuff or stuff that I cannot change. I went through a Holocaust. I, I lost um, a family member. I suffered a marriage collapse. I went through a, a, a job redundancy, whatever. And I can't change that anymore. So how do you think people can lower that volatility in their mind to then create more longevity in their life? I think I think it's about not playing the victim game. Um, and mm-hmm. Eddie did that beautifully. He said, you know, look, this happened. And, and, and now I just want to, you know, work with people and, and show them what happened. But he doesn't have, harbor any anger. Um, but we, the, who was, there was a lady that you loved, your favorite person. Alice Hertzong. Alice, Alice. Literally my favorite human being. Yeah. Yep. You love it a bit. Yeah. But she's the same. Mm. She's the same. She didn't harbor any resentment. Didn't, you know, didn't want to punish anybody. She, you know, she knew that people were doing what they had to do or were told to do that feared for their own lives. Mm. Um, but you know, it's that, it, it, I don't even know if it's compassion, but it's that ability to move on without harboring resentment. Well, and that's, yeah, when she said, I have no room for pessimism or hate. Yeah. Like, from a woman that lost family members to the Holocaust. Watched them get taken to the gas chambers. All of that. And then you go, well, if it's good enough for a Holocaust survivor, surely that mantra, I have no room for pessimism or hate, is good enough for me. Surely. surely. So, <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. All right, so Sister Madonna Buddha, Eddie Jaku, Alice Hurt Sommer, let's just change tact and the mm. mood for a little bit and think about Stephen Jepson. Oh. All right, so... <laughs> so guy he the, was. Um, How was that? What do you say? Like, life is a playground or... Um, never get off the playground. Never, never get off the, yeah, never never leave leave the playground. playground. Yeah. And, and by his own admission or just uh, like just love to talk about it. he's an eccentric character he's so enthusiastic really? loves to do the coolest weirdest inventive things he's a creative yeah but totally. th- he's joyful life but even to watch his wife on the video where his wife was uh, going oh yeah he's Steve is you know often in the backyard walking on slack lines or whatever I just let him do what he wants to do you know kind of thing but I'm glad that she does because He's living his life. He's living his purpose, and he's actually exercising his brain. And we have spoken about exercising the brain, and does that does the brain get old? And should you continue to exercise it? Um, and I'm sure we did an interview on that at one point as well. But you know, he was about, he was teaching himself to skip and teaching himself to walk on slack lines, and then uh, balance on one foot and grab marbles with his other foot and put them into a bowl on the other side of his body, and just really incredible things that you would think that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but. Mm-hmm based on the neuroplasticity model of the brain and the nervous system, he was living that out and really playing a big role in the education of humans about the, the pliability and, and flexibility of the brain. So, so, so when, when, I hear, when I hear big words coming out of a doctor's mouth, uh, oops, sorry. like neuroplasticity, <laughs> yes. which is a wonderful word, yeah. just, just uh, layman's it for us. It's really the brain's ability to adapt to any environment yeah and grow would that be correct well it, it's adapt and grow so where there's injury or a block you can actually move past it so where there's an ability that was never there before it's actually acknowledging that you can create that ability um, or where there's damage moving and bypassing around that damage and finding new ways to actually stimulate the brain to grow and the brain continues to grow and neurons continue to synapse all the way through our life so there's really uh, for want of a better term there's no limits no limits to what the human body the human soul is capable of experiencing in life only what you put on yourself and that is the key without sounding all deep and meaningful as we as we like to do sometimes but a lot of people do live with a limited belief system totally. we call it limiting beliefs in psychology absolutely so do you think i mean maybe this is just what i learned from our guests but i'm sure you and hopefully our listeners as well i feel a, um, a greater sense of possibility when we interview our guests mm-hmm. in my own life 
selfishly speaking, than, than ever. When, so, and we talk about how we enjoy this process of doing these interviews and we have our own epiphanies as we're doing it. Yeah. But in your own life, do you feel, because I know when we started this, you're like, I'm going to turn 40 in the year we do 100 Not Out and the rest, but do you feel that after all the guests we've interviewed and the topics we've discussed, do you feel a greater sense of, of, of possibility in your life? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I felt like I wanted to hang on to my 30s and my 20s as I was moving towards my 40s. But now I'm not, I don't feel like I'm trying to hang on to anything that I've had in the past. There's no point looking backwards. And I think one of the, one of the learnings that we've got from all of these podcasts is that people don't look backwards. They continue to look forwards, um, particularly those who are doing well at aging and, uh, and to hang on to what could have been or what should have been. And shooting all over yourself, like you know, all that, to, to be doing those things, it's a bit counterproductive. And uh, there's, I think, I think I, I've come a long way, and I'm sure you have too, mate. Uh, in just being comfortable with where we're at, and yeah. and knowing that there's still an unbelievable life ahead of us. Yeah. You know, if if we're going to be 100 not out, there's 60 years plus for me, and there's you know 70 years plus for you. So yeah, we, we've got a long way to go with so much more life to experience, and that's exciting. Oh, you don't go, so oh exciting. my gosh, oh 60 years, which a lot of people do. They go. I don't think oh, I'll be happy to finish up at eighty. Yeah. And I'm like, oh gosh, like yeah. you know, that's yeah. is, it, is that because we've been taught that it's it's going to be bad? It's like thirty years too short. Oh, it's someone your whole said, life too, too short. You know what someone said? No, I'm going to name him too. Okay. <laughs> and this is beautiful. I love this. Anthony Golat. Oh yes, Ed said to his beautiful wife Kate. Kate, gorgeous. He said, "Babe, there might only be forty more summers." And when he said forty more summers. They're in their 30s, right? So there's going to be 50 or 60 or 70, right? Mm. But when he said it was 40 more summers, she was like, shivers. We've got to make the most of the summer. You know, because you recognize very quickly that 40 is not a big number. Nah. Even 50 or 60 is not a big number. Yeah. And sometimes I think it's really great. And hopefully our podcasts drive the urgency up in people to go, you know, I've got to live my best life. Yeah. Just like um, a future guest, Billy Jordan. Yes. You know, had an epiphany. And often it's out of what we would call a terrible circumstance. Whether it was a Holocaust, in her case, it was an earthquake. Yeah. But sometimes the the, the SHIT needs to hit the fan before we go, I've got to make the rest of my life the best of my life starting right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've uh, we've been fortunate enough to interview some superstars, haven't we? Trevor Hendy. Trevor Hendy. Um, Tommy Hafey. Tommy Hafey. Great Tommy Hafey. Tommy, great, Tommy, we've superstar. had, and let's just talk about two of our guests that have passed away. Yep. Let's start off with Tommy. Yep. Okay. Tommy was one of those that really drove home the fact that uh, not only do what you love, hmm. but he exercised like what we would call a maniac, like just absolutely every day, every day yep. five o'clock, up and at him, yep. running kilometers, hundreds yep. of push-ups, hundreds of sit-ups, sit-ups swimming, swimming, all of that, yep. icebergers. Yeah. But he did it because he loved it. Yeah. And... I don't, know if you, I don't know what you think about this. I don't think I've asked you. But he he passed away in his 80s, 81, 82. Mm. You know, I probably think what I, I think younger than what I probably would have thought. I was I thought he was immortal. Yeah. I thought he'd just keep on going because he had the physique of a 30-year-old. You know, he was ripped. Yes. And strong and active. And so he had and all he was social. And social he, he did and, all the things that we talk about. Yeah. yeah. But what I love about... Um, I suppose those 82 years is that he went quickly. Yeah. And he didn't spend 10 years in a nursing home. Yeah. Well, in a nursing home dying. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can still be yeah. in a nursing home. Like we, we do interview some people. That's correct. In the future. 
Wait for it. In the future. Uh, we interview some people in the future um, that are in nursing homes and loving it. And so, you know, let's not cast any dispersions or any kind of, you know, judgment over being in a nursing home because some people love it to bits. So he didn't slow down. He didn't slow for down. For 10 years. Yeah, he still kept running. He was, yeah. until he had his, his incident, he was running fast. Mm. Yeah, quicker than and, you and I. And swimming faster. Quicker than you and I were going there. Uh, jog North Road this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Snows almost backwards, falling backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but That's right. Tommy also had so much excitement around growth. He's like, Marcus and Damien, I like to, I like to read a book a month. Yeah. You know, just a book a month. And even if I've read it before, it's a book a month. And I like to watch a movie. Go yeah. out to a movie. Yeah. You know, once a month. Ice cream every day. Ice cream every day. Yeah. You know, no, no biscuits. Ca- no biscuits, no cakes, no <laughs> yeah. lollies. Yeah. Know, and he said, my daughter said that I used to start New Year's resolutions that were too easy. Yeah. He said, Dad, do something that's hard. No cakes, no biscuits, no lollies. We're like, oh, gosh. <laughs> For the rest of his life, forever. Anyway, good on him. But the last risk, ice cream, ice cream every day. Mm. What a great man. You know, he did some amazing things, educated children, kept people involved and engaged and, and gave them a motto, if it is to be, it's up to me. Mm. And, uh, it's, you know, left a legacy. Ten little words. Yeah. If it is to be, it's up to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ruth Frith, the other one hundred not out of who's no longer with, but what a legacy! Yeah, yeah, there she is. Ruth blew our minds when she said, "When when when people asked Ruth, we saw this on an ABC interview. Ruth, what is the secret to your longevity? Well, it certainly ain't vegetables because I don't eat those. (laughs) (laughs) I nearly fell over. I bet there's, you know, I think you might remember in the early days." I was still very much a foodie. You know, if you want to live a long time, you want to live a healthy life, you've got to eat great food. And if you don't eat organic and you're not getting your protein, fat, carbohydrate ratios right, then you're going to die. You know, I was very fatalistic about food and nutrition in those days. And, you know, this last three years has really softened me up around food and kind of, you know, having a lot more fun with food and and playing with it a lot more and engaging in the experience of making the meal and then sharing the meal rather than actually just working out what's actually in it. And you are so good at that. But that well, this is what people like Ruth and Dexter taught us because, you know, when Dexter was on his tractor and he's out there and he comes in for a sausage and some potatoes and then maybe a piece of cake or a, was it a third coffee of a cake? And co- coffee and cake at yeah. morning tea, yeah. coffee and cake at afternoon tea. Carrot cake so he'd get his vegetables in and then chocolate <laughs> cake so he got his fruit in. And, uh, and then he'd have coffee at midnight to get himself to sleep. I was like going, what's going on here? I was having a little freak out. But, uh, and so that for me was a really amazing thing and, you know, the, in the future when we interview people like Steph Ryder we talk about um, how um, you know nutrition there's so many people out there confusing us with nutrition it's you know whilst nutrition is such an important part of our of our well-being it hasn't really got deep roots to longevity well you, you bring up a good point here actually there are a number of people that I work with and I'm sure you see every day that that through I'm not going to say, I'm going to say through no fault of their own, I'm probably going to put this more on mass media, pop culture. Yes. Have put too many eggs, all of their eggs, yes. pun to pun, yep. in the nutrition basket. Unless they're vegan, right? <laughs> <laughs> they put then, avocados. What are they like getting? Like David there? Avocado Wolf, right? David Avocado Wolf. Yep, an avocado right. egg. Yeah. Yes. Eggplant. Dad joke. <laughs> <But> <laughs> when <do> eggs grow. <laughs> I don't know, eggplant. What if dads always laugh at their own dad jokes? It's though, terrible. Because they're funny. It's funny to us. Terrible, but um, the, I think the, the transformation that we've both enjoyed, and I think a number of our listeners have both enjoyed, is yeah. that it's it is. For, I don't want to label this, but I'm going to. It is somewhat dangerous to put too many eggs, all of the eggs, in the nutrition basket, mm. and hope that everything is going to sort itself out. 
But how many people do we know that are in poor relationships, hate their jobs, don't yeah. exercise, don't yeah. catch up with friends, but they yeah. eat the perfect diet? Yeah. And this is what a lot of our guests have softened for us. Yeah. Oh, totally softened for us. And, you know, it comes back to being happy. And, you know, I've noticed uh, there's there's been chiropractors who have put all their eggs in the subluxation, you know. Yeah. And whilst both Marcus and I understand the relevance of subluxation and the, you know, the importance of making sure the spine and the nervous system works really well, I also understand there's so much more to living a healthy, long life than just getting your spine adjusted. And so there's people out there that think that it's only that, but there's so much more. And and this particular podcast has shown me a world of possibilities and a world of opportunities for things that we can all improve, particularly, you know, um, challenging ourselves with going to do new things to, to learn more, which, which in the future, um, when you look at, uh, when we, when we do actually get a chance to interview Billy, we'll, we'll have an opportunity opportunity to, to share those sorts of things where we challenge ourselves and look for achievement and, and that's exciting to me as well. Speaking of new things, Charles Eugster, hey. retired dentist, gracious. finishes yes. his career in dentistry mm-hmm. and, and by his own admission says, I'm a vain man. I like to look good. I don't <laughs> want to right. be old, decrepit, just you know, heading right. down the street. Exactly. He decided to get in a rowboat and has yeah. more world records in masters rowing he decided to become a bodybuilder yep. he's uh, got uh, world records in bodybuilding yes. he's now the fastest man over 90 at 100 and 200 metres in the universe he didn't retire in the, <laughs> he didn't retire and go well I'm not a dentist anymore uh, yep. I don't have any value to no, give the world no point pulling teeth so what are we going to do I don't know yet I'm not too sure we have to find out what records everyone else has got and then smash them well, that's what we'll do. Why don't we do that? So when we get to Charles's age, when he held those records, let's just go beat those records. He'll be okay with that. He won't know. Oh, you never know. We might, we might knock on the door of St. Peter and he goes, and Charlie's there going, well, you fellas aren't coming in. <laughs> <laughs> you broke you that break record. my records. I set the standard. Uh, but I think he'd be happy with that. I think he'd be absolutely right. He'd be right. You know, um, it was Diane Elbin that we spoke about the brain health thing. Yeah. Remember, she talked about brain health and exercise in the brain and making sure that all went really well. So Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Down there, Grahart Cunningham, mm. um, Sam Gowing, Mimi Kirk, Dexter Kruger, Walter yeah. Bortz. Well, yeah. Yeah. So many. It's been 150 incredible episodes. Thank you so much for just, again, I haven't even gone to, I was going to write down God your man, wisdom, Damo. The, oh. the interviews with you about, I've written down parasites, around cleansers, around all types of colon health, around poo, around stress code, around so much probiotics and fiber, yeah. sleep naps, rest meditation. We've gone through so much and so being much. able to pick your brain. For 20 minutes. Well, it's only been perspective, you know, because I'm only 42. So I can't, all it is is perspective on observation. So putting my knowledge towards the observation, and I suppose also loosening the belt a little bit. You know, Mm -hmm. in the old days, I suppose when I was practicing only as a naturopath, I felt if you had a parasite, you had to get rid of it. You know, I suppose very much like mainstream medicine, if there's a bug that's wrong, then it's bad and it has to go. But the understanding that we all are in a symbiotic relationship and, you know, these these podcasts where we're now doing it on television, you know, I think is going to be so much better for us and for our audience because it's it's 
it's softer. It's it's more human. Mm-hmm. That interaction, uh, I think, I think that learning will come through in in all of this as well. I think it's going to work. Mm, I think. So. I think it's going to work. Mm. We've really enjoyed your company. Thank you so much for your support over 150 episodes. We really hope you enjoy the next 150, especially streaming on YouTube. Thanks again for your support. To find out more about uh, 100 Not Out, go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. Check out a range of podcasts that we have available on the Wellness Couch. To find out more about Damo, go to Damien Chris. To find out more about myself, go to marcuspierce.com.au. Until next week, folks, continue as always to make the rest of your life the best of your life. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.